Welcome to Mr. Z and the Fifth. With your host, Mr. Z. And the Fifth General. What's going on? Yeah, what's going on out there, man? Today we are looking into the... Uh, this is the third episode looking into the the Coon Code. Yeah, today's episode is called the Coon Code. We're going to talk about what that means, where that term comes for, from. If it might seem somewhat overused these days. You know, but it depends on the situation. For me, I'll speculate as far as what I believe it is. And then Zach here, she'll hit us off with the definition and the origins. All right. So, you know, for me, a coon, when you hear that term coon used around, is usually uh, towards, used towards black folks who talk down on their people to gain favor from those of the dominant uh, society. That's what I see. You know, I see it on TV. There are a couple of examples of that, and we'll just name them straight up. Uh, Stacy Dash and Ben Carson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going there. Hey, yo. Yeah, and man. They will be mentioned in today's episode, you know, whether you like it or not. But we're not trying to beat nobody up. We're just trying to let you know how dangerous and destructive it is to be a coon. Nobody wants to be labeled that. I know I don't. So, Zach, here's you go ahead. Get into it. Yeah, so, man, let me let me get into the origin of coon, man. Um, You know, when you, when you talk about coon, at first, um, it, it, was a, it was an old term that was used years ago. And then, now, now this is 2017, 2016, on the 2017 was brought up again, 2015, 2016, 2017. And the understanding of Kuhn is that um, Kuhn was a person of African descent whose sole purpose was to entertain the white people. Well, these Kuhn started out as wearing blackface, characterized by having big eyes and painting big Red lips on their faces. Yeah, the minstrel show. Yeah, man. So these people would tap dance, they would play instruments and sing. You know, so, you know, when you look at, when you think about, like, back in the day, you know, like, well, I won't even say back in history, time of entertainment. Um, you can say, cause I can go back in, as far as Amos and Andine, I can go back as far as, um, you know, as far as the 1940s, 30s and 40s. I could go back as that. Even me, I can even dig into slavery too. But, um, when you talk about the term coon, it usually goes with the term sellout. Like, in other words, a person, a person of, any, you could be any race, but, but for shame of who they are. Mm-hmm. A shame of who, you know, they rather, they rather the, the, the white counterparts other than themselves. They, they, they degrade themselves. They don't, they don't define themselves as being black. They define themselves as, Loving the other person and longing and wanting to be like the other person. Um, well, they also see themselves, I don't mean to cut you off, but they also see themselves as being superior to their own people. Like, they're black, but they're a different kind of black. Or they'll just say, oh, I'm not black, I'm an American. Like, what What the heck is that? Yes. You know, I don't even want to call them, but I remember, I remember somebody saying that in the entertainment world. That, uh, don't, don't, stop calling me black. Don't call me black. I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm an American. I was like, what? There's no she was, such. There's she, was, she was right on Oprah Winfrey too, show too, saying this, and I was like, yeah. oh, I can't believe she she went there. Yeah. My goodness. Wow. But I feel you know there are coons in every society. 
I mean, they, there's it's in all communities, the Mexican community, you know, Chinese community, uh, you know, there are coons in the white community, I guess. I don't know. It's a little kind of different there with that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, you have, you know, people who sell out their own. I mean, you know, you got people like, uh, I can't really think of a name specifically, but you got people who are Mexican who will sell out their own people who are Mexican. You know what I'm saying? Other than just blacks. But yeah. we're we going to keep, keep it, keep this on our people today. But I'm just saying there are coons in every community, the Asian community. I mean, you got people who are, um, who are that community and they, they don't want to be part of that community. So they talk down against it. My thing is this. It don't make you a coon if you speak up on issues that are wrong that need to be handled. But it does if the sense is you're using these talking points that you always hear from uh white supremacy and racists out there that speak of it, of your people. That's what makes it coonish. You know, that's one form of cooning. I mean, the other form of cooning is a stereotype cooning. Like you just mentioned with the minstrel shows. Yeah. You ever seen that movie Bamboozled? Yeah, man. I heard of Bamboozled. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that movie Bamboozled, Spike Lee's movie Bamboozled, it was starring Damon Wayne's, Jada Pickett, Most Deaf, Savion Glover. They were in that, you know. And so... What you had is a modern day minstrel show where instead of white people dressing up as blackface, it was black people dressing up in blacker face. Yes. So it, it was a good back movie. In the days. It was the 90s, 1990s when that came out. It might have been. Yeah, or early 2000s. I think it was the 1990 yeah. when that came out. Bamboozled, yeah. Yeah, let me look that up. But yeah, that, yeah but um, it was a good movie. But it, yeah, that movie basically highlighted how bad it was making each other look just for a quick buck. And, uh, Tommy Davidson, I forgot he's in that movie too. Tommy Davidson's character, he couldn't take it. He couldn't take it. You know? And he ended up being out of it earlier. Oh, well, I guess I'm giving up a spoiler. Yeah. But if you, you should have seen that movie by now. I mean, good lord, all these years. If anybody's <laughs> listening, you should have just seen that movie by now. I'm just saying. It, it, it's been all these years. Yeah, it it's came. It came out the year two thousand. There we go. Yeah, I was early late late nine early two thousand. It must have came out because um, yeah. I remember seeing. I remember like looking at clips on then. I remember actually seeing it. I, it's been a, it's been so long right. since I seen it. Also, Paul Mooney was in it. Yeah, uh, Michael Rappaport. It was a good movie, man. But you know. the reason why I'm mentioning Bamboozled is, is this reason: is that you have some people who will coon for the sake of favor or getting a check. But then eventually, that cooning's gonna drive you sick to your stomach. Let, let me tell you, so I remember um, when I read about stories like um, I read the book, I read some some book, some footage and some books about Marcus Garvey, and when he was starting a Black Star liner, and um, they had some and remember remember the the Black Star liner ship he was trying to get out because he was his mission was to go back to Africa, make a voyage back for all black people to from America to go back to Africa. But what happened was um. They had some, the FBI under J. Edgar Hoover was using some, was using some, co- um, co- black, co- black co- men. Pro. Yeah. Yeah. Coon clientele to sabotage the ship. Yep. Cointel co- Pro. Like yeah, I was talking about. And they did that. And they did. Early. And they used these, and they used these men to go sabotage his, his mission back to Africa. Facts. You know, and the thing is, is that when they did that, 
but this is going, I'm going back, I'm jumping back to Marcus Garvey, but I'm also, this has been going on since the days of Harriet Tubman when there was, when she was trying to go, um, go through the underground railroad and they had some people that was trying to sabotage her voyage to the north because they do, they do have some, um, and the, if, if, look, look, if you look at the, um, um, movie called Get Out, You'd know what, you see what I mean. There are some people, there are some black folks that are programmed. Mm-hmm. There are some black folks that are, 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 um, what you call it, um, into the system. Mm-hmm. And they're programmed in their, what I mean by program, I mean by they just don't see. They can't, they're blinded and they cannot see. They're, they're, they're um, in, the, in other words, terms of brainwash, they're, um, they, they, when you look at them, it's like, they, it's like you could see. It's like the like they um they're not they, they're in a day they're not themselves they're, not they're in a, themselves. they're in a day they're, they're in a trance and they and they cannot see the they cannot see the deeper vision they cannot see the the tunnel on the other end but they're but they're in a trance they cannot see it so um when you talk about the term of kunin that's what I that's what we mean by kunin kun the term kun is that they, these people will sell their own and 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 when when they say Master, I, when, when the white man say, I sick, master, me, I, I, sick? you sick, you sick too. <laughs> Motisa? Yeah, I'm Motisa, I'm sick, I'm sick too because you sick. You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's in the, even in the, if you look at the movie, The Butler, um, Jesus Christ. If you look, if you look at the movie, The Butler, you see it in certain, um, footages in the movie called The Butler where his son, the butler's son was, was he seen? He's he, seen it. He was getting woke. He was, he was, he was awakened. But his father, what his father, the, the butler that played the butler himself, he wasn't awakened. All he could see was work. I work for the president. Working for presidents and basically, um, not seeing the, 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 the real vision of the black struggle during the civil rights movement. This was the time of the Jim Crow era, man. And, um, the thing about that movie yeah, is that man, he lived, he lived the black struggle, but the, because of where he started from, you know, his, his, he saw his, um, his, 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 he was first generation, uh, post in that movie. He was first generation post slave era. Yeah. So, um, he saw cotton get picked and all that kind of stuff. Oh, I'm yeah. just saying in that movie. Yeah. You know, sharecropping after that. Mm-hmm. You know, he saw a lot. Of, so he, you know, he raised his son with the the fear that was put in him. He raised mm-hmm. his son, but then his son became to a point in his timeline where he came to the realization of his own blackness as far as what he wanted to see for yeah, his man. future yeah. and, and, and for the future of his people. That's why there was a scene in the movie when the other son that he had, his youngest son, in that movie, the two brothers were talking. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you haven't seen the butler, everybody, I'm sorry, another spoiler, whatever. <laughs> so, you know, he said, oh, you know, his brother wanted to go to war. He wanted to go to war. Well, I mean, he wanted to go in the military. Let me just keep, he wanted to go into the military during the time. It was the Vietnam, Vietnam War. War. Yeah. At the time, the brother, the older brother was part of the Black Panther Party, mm-hmm. self defense. Yes. So fighting for the, uh, Fighting for the social injustice that was happening to black folk at yes. that time. Yes. Still today, that's a different subject, but let's focus on that time. Yeah. So in the movie, he said, why would you want to go to war? I mean, you want to fight for them, but here we get treated like dogs. Yeah, same thing. And then yeah, what man. did his brother say, which I disagree with? His brother said, I want to fight for my country. You fighting your country. My response to that is, dude, hmm. first off, 
you uh you went to war for a country that don't go to war for you right here in America. Yeah. Uh the words of Muhammad Ali, you want me to fight for you out there, but you won't fight for me here. Mm. You want me to go out there and fight for uh liberties that you get to enjoy, but when I come back, I can't even get a bite to eat. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I don't want to hop all over the place because I mentioned Ali, but remember Ali came back from the Olympics and when he couldn't get a, a seat at the table at a restaurant somewhere, I forgot where it was, that man took his gold medals and threw them in, in the water. Yeah, see? See? So the point I'm making is, and we're going to get you know more on talking with, with our topic, but we have to lay these things out because um, the point I'm making is no matter what you do, uh, in society, somebody will always always remind you who you are mm-hmm. according to them. Mm-hmm. Who you are according to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, when it comes to this whole world being run by racism, I don't care how you slice it. No matter what people say, the black experience is a different experience from any other experience. That's why I don't like when I see people appropriate uh, black culture because they don't want to take the side of the um discrimination part they want to have fun they want to you know like like the music and it's okay to do that but my whole thing is when mm. you start with the culture vulture stuff mm. and you're profiting off of it that money doesn't come back to black folks mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so if you want to you know you got people who say they want to be i mean you got people one thing paul mooney said is everybody wants to be a n-word but nobody wants to be an N-word. Mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I get what he's saying. There. Yeah, yeah, man. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, you know, it's like, if you want to be black, then take the struggle too. Take yeah. it. Take it all. Don't just take the, you know, the music part and the entertainment part because it's fun. Yeah. But take the struggle too because yeah. the struggle will make you not want to be black. I mean, they'll scare the black out of you if you think you got in you. Any in you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But uh, back to this whole thing of the coon thing. So it's very dangerous to society to be a coon. And I'll tell you why. Because you have people who are on platforms like Fox News and any other media outlet, CNN, MSNBC. And and the thing is, is that when something tragic happens to black people, the last thing you need is somebody black to justify it. We already get that enough from white supremacy and other people who are non-black who who co-op with white supremacy. Yes. We don't need black people co-opting with white supremacy. That is dangerous. Yeah, it was only There's nothing year, funny man. about that. People lo- yeah. losing their lives, dying. You know, yeah, that's serious man. stuff. I mean, it really, it really got to me. Shoot. You know, and I don't mean, you know, let's, let me tell you something. This sister came up with, with, um, but, with black folks supporting her, Ebony magazine and jet magazine, you know, and it really kind of bothered me the simple fact that she can jump on and say. Who are you talking about? Let us know. Yeah. Well, Stacey Dash. Okay. She jumped on. She stated that this was last year. She stated that, um, there should be no more black history. There should be no, no more black. No, there should be no black, black, black history month. That's no black, no black history month. And yeah. there should be no more, um, BT. No more, um, no more B, yeah, no more BT awards show. Now, my thing is this, when it comes down to, when it comes down to entertainment and it comes down to learn about, this is, we should always, we have to teach our kids this because our kids need to know about our history. They need to know who they are. 
We live in America where they have no, they have no, um, concept and no culture where they're from. They gotta, they gotta, um. And this is my. Yeah. And this, the thing is, is that they right. gotta really, really, we gotta t- sit down and we gotta show our kids eyes on a prize. We gotta show our kids. We gotta, we gotta just show them that, that with us as negative images that the media shows of us every day, but we are inventors. We are, we are inventors. I, every, you know, I remember during the Black History Month, I was, I was on social media putting on black inventors, you know, like John Johnson, who created the Super Soca and Garrett Morgan, who created the traffic light and, um, and, and George Washington Carver with the peanut butter. Man, this is, this is very important that we teach our kids this. You know, the so, thing about George Washington Carver is that he made so many inventions. Uh, I mean, they mentioned the peanut butter, but he had so many inventions. Oh, you know yeah. What I'm saying? Yes. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. one of the things is that everybody could, uh, be, uh, join and be a part of this history. It's not like, you know, because, you know, it's not, it's not like, okay, somebody black did it. So then only black people should be proud of it. I mean, yeah, we should be proud of it, but, it's American history, world history too. Any invention that we use of all uh, cultures, we should be happy about it if it if it helps and benefits us. I mean, and the point I'm making is, you know, the sad thing is this: black people, uh, non-black people, ha- are robbed of beautiful history. I mean, you have white people who don't even know this stuff, and then when then when they find out. You know, it's like they'll tell you, man, well, I thought it was this person who did it. I thought it was that person who did it. Yes. I mean, we have beautiful history in this world. You know, I could I could respect anybody's culture for what they do. I mean, any I mean, whether whether it be inventions, whether they be a, a, a technology, whether they be food. I mean, let me tell you something, man. You know, here I am, a black man born in America. I eat all types of I, Different culture, food. I take part in, 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 in anything. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Well, not anything, but, but I mean, things that don't necessarily pertain to my culture and my people. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And it's okay to do that. Yeah. But yeah. they don't teach it. That, well, because when this is the thing, when you have, when you have the teachings of racism, it doesn't allow you to enjoy that. It doesn't allow you to enjoy other people's history. It really doesn't. I mean, you know, so it's a shame because whether you uh black or not, or, you know, you, you can't even enjoy, you can't even enjoy, you know, uh another person's history and celebrate it with them. You know, my thing is, it's okay if, if you, if you're a black man, and let me just give you an example, St. Patrick's Day. You know, I see black folks on Facebook, uh, whether it be in the streets, whether it be whatever, right? And they're wearing green? And, I mean, not only are they wearing, I mean, they're wearing green, they got the shamrocks all over the place. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And all this Irish pride. And my whole thing is, you know, I wish y'all felt this way about your own pride. I don't, I, I've never seen a group of, people of Irish descent uh wearing um on Black History Month wearing uh Kente cloths and red black red black and green flags 
or talking about how good Martin Luther King was or any other uh, black black prominent leader was. I don't see them doing that when that time comes Man, around. Be lucky. Do you? I'm, I'm gonna be fifth. I'll be honest with you. You'd be lucky if you see them on the the the, the African American parade. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't. I'm serious. Man. I'm just making a point. I mean that when any I'm talking about our own black folks. You'd be, you'd right. be surprised to see if this year didn't we even know if the African American parade was it, let me tell you something. Didn't we even know if the African American sometimes they do have an African American parade and they don't even some of them even know that if that's even aware. Bef- that's even aware be- of before it. I get to that, I'm just making a point that I don't see any other culture going hard for black folks when black holidays or anything that you know, I never see that on that side. I never do. Yeah, and, and internally, let's get to that since you mentioned that. I don't see that much with black folks doing it themselves. But anytime something else comes up, whether it be uh, St. Patrick's Day or even Cinco de Mayo, I see black folks going hard for those holidays mm-hmm. more than they do their own. I mean, mm-hmm. be more excited about what you got. You know why? Because black people have been taught to be ashamed of who they are. Mm-hmm. And everybody mm-hmm. else and everybody else knows our history but us. Mm-hmm. Ain't that something? That's crazy, man. You know, and you know, the thing is is that um um I'm working in the school and I see um and I, and I had a young guy, maybe a f- maybe about two, three years ago, came up to me and asked me, um what do you ask me? He asked me like, um, Dr. King um who, who, that, about Dr. King and then he was like, Well, he looked at me and he asked me, um, he's wearing his pants underneath his butt. You know what I mean? And he, he looked Pause. at me. Yeah. And he asked me, um, well, I'm 20 something years old, 20, I think he was 23. And does that the king a Muslim or was he a, was he a, a Christian? I don't know. Was he, um, where, where is he from? He's a Muslim and Christian. I said, young brother, you need to do some reading, man. You need to really, know who you are and understand your history and know and learn your history and then he said well i well i i don't know i don't know well, maybe you live back at the time of that maybe you met that the king you're old and they said i'm old he said yeah you met that you probably met that the king and shook his hand and everything I, and i said and i said well <laughs> i I'm, i came out i'm born i'm born way after 1968 <laughs> that the king was before before i i, I came no yeah, he wasn't even born yet. i wasn't even born yet so, and, and it goes, it's, and it, it goes even beyond that too, because he's talking about, I know hip hop and I, and I know hip hop. I asked him a quick question. I said, okay, since you talk about hip hop so much, do you know who Eric B and Rakim is? <laughs> he, he was like, ah, uh, oh, Eric B and Rakim, who's that? You don't know, you know, Eric B and Rakim. So no, 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 you said you know hip hop. You just said that you know that, that you, all you know, you know, you know your hip hop. History. Do you know who Eric B. and Rakim is? He did not uh, know. He probably know Lil Wayne. <laughs> all he knew was Jay Z, Lil Wayne, and Two Chains. That's two all chains. he knew. You yeah. know, knew Two Chains and Future and them guys. Yeah, no disrespect know. to them, but the point you're making is, he know, know he knows history. he knows modern day rap. He doesn't really know history of rap, so that's why he couldn't tell you who Rakim was. Eric B. Please, first off, you have to be a real hip hop fan to know who Eric B. is. <laughs> because when Rakim and Eric B split, Rakim still had a career that was in front of our faces for a while. Mm-hmm. As whereas Eric B dealt more with um behind the scenes. Behind work, the scenes, yes. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. you gotta be a real hip hop fan and know who Eric B is. I mean, you got people who may not know Peyton Full 
uh, Rakim, but they might know the 18th letter Rakim around that time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When he started working with Primo and all that. And, mm-hmm. well, he started working more with Primo. They probably know that, you know, him because of that. But anyway, I don't want to, let's get to where we're at. The, the reason why we said all of this to say this is that it kind of explains where the cooning kind of would still be around because, yeah, because you have yeah. parents. You said that boy said what he said. Yeah. Well, he's a man. He's not a boy, but he said what he said. Because he wasn't trained up right. Because right. see, you have and you that's have, also Kunin too. When you don't teach your kids your history, yeah, they get you're they, responsible. Yeah, for that. yeah, yeah. You're responsible for that. When you don't teach your kids the history, they come with all they, they 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 do have questions, but and then when people ask them, and when people, you know, there was a video on um, there was a video on um YouTube. Not the, I'm not getting this is still on Kunin. The video on YouTube. There's a there's a white young guy, young white guy asking people, Jesus during the time of when. Just during the time of um Black History Month, he's asking, going on YouTube, asking people, random people, even black people. Um, he's coming up and just randomly saying, um, well, Dr. King died of a car accident. Dr. Martin Luther King died of a car accident today. Are you going to go to his funeral next week? Are you going to attend the funeral? And they, and and the response from even some white, older white folks was like, oh, gee, I didn't know he died. Uh. I, I, well, he died, but, uh, oh, he died? Oh, well, maybe I can make that. I'll see if I can, I don't know if I can make the funeral. They had a young black guy, young black guy, maybe in his twenties, that said when he, when a, when a white reporter came and asked him, um, you know, Dr. Martin Luther King died in a car, car crash and a car accident. He's gonna, re- his response was like, well, pff, you know, I got things to do. I can't make his, his funeral. I, I got, you, you can't, you can't make Dr. Martin Luther King's funeral. Young brother was like, "Nah, I can't make it. I, 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 I just can't. I, I can't. I can't make it. I'm busy. I'm working. I can't. I can't make it. I can't be there." That's an that's an example of people not knowing who they are. A person of a different origin asks you, just just randomly say that Dr. Martin Luther King got into a car accident of a week ago, and your response is, "Well, I can't make it. I can't." As a, as a young black man, I can't make it. I can't be there because I'm busy. I'm working. I can't make it. I can't be there. That's part of, Kunin is part, also part of not knowing who you are as a, as a, you know, knowing your history and not knowing who you are. So when people randomly ask you a question like that, you come with a response like that. I was taken back. I was like, wow. Whoa. You know, and it was a sister too. He asked a sister that too. And she was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to a party next week. I don't know if I'll be able to make it. Wow. <laughs> right, well, you, Yo, this is, a, this is on YouTube. Well, you got to look, not knowing who you are also will explain you not loving yourself. You know, because you have situations where people will try to reason and come up with a, a particular excuse to why they don't feel the way they feel and don't know the answer. Well, I can say this. You feel the way you feel because of what you was taught or not being taught. Let me get into that. You said not being taught who you are, right? That could do an effect on you. But if you're always taught that somebody's better than you, that's an effect. Mm -hmm. Whether it be media Mm -hmm. or society, they always teach black folks that they're inferior and they don't necessarily have to say the words you're ugly because you're black but if you're watching a show with supermodels anything retaining to beauty uh magazines you have a lot of these beauty magazines if you don't see beautiful black women 
you know, or, you know, if you don't see beautiful, like specifically for the women, the sisters out there, Mm -hmm. if all you see is women who don't look like you, who look good, uh, then now when you see what you want to become, you'll behold that. This is why, you know, you got a lot of uh, sisters out there who don't love the skin that they're in. Don't love their hair, and that's yes. sad. Yeah, you know the thing called kicks. A lot uh, of brothers, a lot of brothers like that too. Cake soap. You talking about that skin bleaching? Skin bleaching the skin. Yes, cake soap, which is in the Caribbean and, and um, Africa. Africa too. The skin soap where they want to lighten the complexion so they can fit into society. Want to lighten the complexion because they feel that more lighter, the more successful they are. You yeah, know, but what, uh, what, what they need to know, the science is the darker you are, the better you age because of the melanin that is in your skin. Okay. You can get, this is science. Okay. This is science that all men have studied. I don't care what people will say. This ain't racism be saying this, but you could get the black is the, uh, is the, is the dominant gene. I'm talking about as far as the, the, uh, the color black, right? Whether it be, uh, you, we could look, look at this from animals in the wild. I'll give you a great example. Animals in the wild. You have a lot of animals of the wild who are dark skin. Normally there's a, a color to them, right? Mm-hmm. If you see them, uh, uh, lighter or, 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 uh, a more clearer, then it's almost, it looks like it's, it's more of a recessive trait. You can get the, you can, you can, you can't get, Dominant from the recessive, but you can get recessive from, from, from the dominant. You know, I hope I said that right, but yeah, you know what I'm, good example. Two black people can make a white baby, but two white people can't make a black baby. That is scientifically impossible. Mm. The, the, we're talking about albino, albinism, albinoism. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. There's still black people. You see the features and everything, but the skin is white. And it's not like Caucasian white. It's whiter than uh, those of who are Caucasian, Caucasian community. So, you know, I feel, I feel that if black people or people, period, were taught that. Because, you know, you have some people that say, you will have some people who say, oh, yeah, we do all come from Africa. Or we do come from that, you know, particular region, mm-hmm. you know. And then you'll have some people that say, oh, what are you talking about? Uh, the first person uh, was in Europe, when historically that's impossible. I mean, you've had scientists who have tried that theory, traveled to that country, and then said, nope, I I guess I got to go to Africa because that's where their research leads them. Mm -hmm. So the point I'm making is this, is that whatever uh, whatever the history is, you know, we could all love that and be cool with that. The problem is, is where the racism stuff came in later. Mm -hmm. You know, that stuff, you know, that 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 wasn't meant to be the whole... you know, you know, you know, a lot of people say, hey, you know, what not the, uh, you'll hear people say there is no black race or white race. There's a human race. race. Okay. Yes. Now that sounds, uh, kumbaya ish to me. And, uh, we are family type sounding stuff. <laughs> and let's, you know, hold hands at a campfire, but that's not reality. Yeah. So the point I'm making, and we'll get back to where we are with the whole coon code thing. We also have to teach that it's dangerous to society. Point example. When Mike Brown got killed, you had people at, uh, CNN who were black who were saying things, justifying, 
black on black crime and murders and stuff like that. And, mm. Oh, well, black people shouldn't be mad at a, uh, at a racist cop killing this black boy, uh, because here you have black people shooting each other every day. But nobody says that when somebody white loses their lives by the hands of somebody black. I've never heard a white guy or a black guy or, you know, I've never heard a white person or, or a black person or any other person. Mm whether they're black or white, get on a news program and say, what about white on white crime? I've never heard that said. Well, yeah, and you're not going to hear it because um, they, they, because you see the thing is that, that, um, that is not a narrative yeah. that they want on, on television. No. That's why you don't see it. It's not because it ain't true. First off, it is true. You do have white on white crime. I don't care what people say. There's, first off, the crime is in, in, in intraracial. I think that's the best way. I think that's the word. Intraracial meaning people do crime where they live. People do crime where they live. So of course you're going to have culture. Of course you're going to have whether it's ethnic group against ethnic group, race, against, race on race. You're always going to have that, but you never hear nobody say that. You never hear that. You never hear nobody say, well, what about you never hear that. And the reason why you don't hear that is because they don't want that narrative on TV. But what they want the narrative of black on black crime, that term came up in the seventies during the black exploitation of a black on black crime. Yeah, that's why, yeah, that's, why that's why, yeah. I, that's why I say black on black crime is a myth. <laughs> Always say that. That's a myth. I don't want that to be, I don't want nobody talking like that no more. Well, you see, the thing is, is that, um, the people, and, and, loosely because yeah, I'm sorry to cut you, man. Yeah, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. They, 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 they use it loosely because they feel that um they oh well well it's in the own community. Every time when the when every time they they use it as a cover up for black um, police brutality, I, I see it because sometimes when when the police are brutalized, when the police are uh violate violating us and um emptying our book bags on the street, what happened to me years ago and handcuffing you. Saying they're unsafe and beating you up, um, <laughs> and putting a billy club to your head, you know. They say, well, they, they come off and just say, oh well, you know, you don't say nothing when it's you don't say nothing when when a black person is doing it to you. You're not gonna say it's, you, you always say it's racism when a police a white police officer is doing it to you, but you're not gonna say nothing. So they use that they use it loosely. Black or they always black on black crime. You, you don't say nothing when because I know I remember um when Ernest Seon was killed. You know, and, and so much, and you have so much folks, like, well, our, well, white supremacy folks saying that, um, oh, well, see, that's, you know, that, that's why you keep saying police brutality is a, is a racist crime. It's not, but, but we don't say nothing when, when, when you kill, you, you people kill each other. And Giuliani saying, well, you people kill each other. And so the term black on black crime was come up again. Well, black on black crime. Well, that, well, well you're killing each other with guns. I, I, and Giuliani would say, I saved you from yourself. That's why police have to go into your infiltrate in your community and they will come back and say, they will come back and say, I saved you from, from, from you, you people killing each other. Uh, you, you notice I said it, the, the term loosely. Um, you he says you people from killing each other. So I had to bring in force just for you people to stop killing each other. So the term black and black crime will come up again. You know? Yeah, but, and it, and it comes up really just to, Take away the accountability of the actual crime that's the subject of that's matter, that yeah. that happened at the time. Yeah, it's just it's just another thing about deny and deflect. That's another tactic mm-hmm. of of um uh, of the media of the white supremacist media. Mm. That's another tactic. That's all that is. Let's just act like we didn't hear what you said. 
and then just talk about what we want to talk about. Right. My whole thing is at that point, you know, you know, black folks at this point, you might as well just refuse to go on CNN and refuse to go on Fox News. Why even? Okay, mm. especially Fox News. Why even go on that network? Dio Hughley a, a while ago uh, set uh, Megan Kelly straight on that uh, channel because you know they was going back and forth, and she was talking about, you know, he said, he said, uh, I, I'm not surprised the narrative that Fox News tries to push where you guys got freaking Mark Furman up here working. That's the uh, the arresting officer, the OJ trial, mm. who was on the who who who. And his interrogation kept on saying the N word, like it's like you know, like as if like I mean, he was saying the N word so much it sounded like a chainsaw. You know what I'm saying? You know, some of y'all get that joke later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Chainsaw, anyway. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? I mean, he said it so much. I mean, you know, but you know, so that that's somebody who's working on that program. You know, you got guys like Bill O'Reilly and and Sean Hannity. You know, people who say. Uh, suspected, uh, uh, suspected, uh, you know, white, uh, suspected white supremacists who say these talking points on his network. So, of course, a channel like, uh, Fox News, I don't even know why black folks even go on it. You're not going to get a word in edgewise. They Stacey do this. Dash went on there. They, last year. Yeah, she worked. Yeah. <laughs> and she fired now. How about that? And that's the she point. Went on there, man. And that's another thing I need to draw home with this subject is that the Coonan don't save you. She got up there. Made a a, a a fool out of herself at the Oscar Awards that year when Chris Rock hosted. And when she got up there and she said, Happy Black History Month, everybody. It was cringe, cringeworthy. Because we already had known what she had said. She yeah. had an issue with Jada Pickett said that she was boycotting the Oscars. And she made an issue about that. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. talking about mm-hmm. the whole that. That's where the whole comment about BT came up. First yeah. off, BET's not black owned. I'll say it again. We said that before in early episodes. BET's yeah. not black owned. It's not black owned. So, no. so, so stop it. Yeah. Uh, and ever since it got sold, it's not informative anymore. It used to be informative. They used to have Teen Summit. They yeah. used to have all of these, uh, they used to have a news, news program. Mm-hmm. Jackie Reed was hosting it. You had mm-hmm. Tavis Smiley on Tavis there. Tavis Smiley. Them yeah, days yeah. are over, man. Yeah. 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 I remember. I remember. Them days are over. Yeah. I don't know if you remember a show called um the edutainment yeah. that you was talking about. Edutainment, yeah. Oh. That that ain't that ain't that ain't, that's not on BET no more. Yo, they had a show called Black Men Revealed. And, and you know that. what? It's not even on TV one like it should too. How about no, that? No, since, no, they had a show. Since we're talking about black, you know, supposedly black owned networks. Yeah. So she yeah she needs to stop and and we and I'm gonna get back to the term like uh like why is it that I'm sorry I gotta say this yeah now she released a DVD series called The Hidden Colors. How come TV One or BET hasn't hollered at Tariq Nasheed and said, look, can we get some rights temporarily to show uh, one of these movies on our network? That's an informative <laughs> DVD series. Yeah, they Okay? Have, yeah. Very educational that even all people had to come to respect who see it objectively or non-objectively, whatever, you still have to respect the history. Yeah. See, how how come, how come they have, how come these networks haven't, I'm going to say what I want because they ain't going to endorse me. How come, (laughs) how come these networks, how come these networks haven't, the reason why they haven't done that is because they're not in the interest of black people. Mm. They're not, Mm -hmm. you know, centric. I, I wish they were. 
Mm. I wish they were. And if I'm wrong, and if they got a problem with what I'm saying and want to holler at me, then, you know, y'all could tweet me at the fifth general because I don't see the education. When I was younger, when I was younger, I used to see BT really give us news. I mean, they had a news program. Yeah. Like they, the, the attempt was there yeah. to, to, to tell us the stories that you didn't see on your local news or news, major yeah, news yeah. networks. The attempt was there. Yeah. It ain't yeah. there no more. It's nah. time for that to come back. Yeah. Yeah. They had a, um, show on TV one. A few years ago, they took it off. It was only about maybe that two seasons. It was very short. Black men revealed. Oh where, man, where where they talk about the, where black men would get together. That was a great show. Yeah, celebrities, black celebrities. You know, very you know, even athletic athletes. I would talk about you know upliftment of the black. Talk about issues that's going on in the black community. It was and a at home. great. No, I no yeah. that that was a great show. They took it off. Had they had that run? Used to come on Sundays. It was a great program, and they took it right off. You know, very interesting topics, very interesting, um, um, topics they will talk about and discuss, but they just, they just, they, they didn't care. They couldn't keep that t- too long. <laughs> yeah. They had to take that off, man. It was too real. Well, because stuff like that comes against the cooning. And that's the whole reason why you probably mentioned that. Yeah. So the thing is, is that when you got people like Ben Carson saying, like I mentioned in the other episode, when he said, Black folks came on slave ships as immigrants, as immigrants. And <laughs> oh man, he said black. He said slave immigrants. He said who came to this nation and worked for less. Yes. See, first off, we didn't get a dime, even though we were promised forty acres on a mule. That didn't happen. Yeah, we didn't get a dime. And then mm-hmm. after slavery got abolished, you still had Jim Crow. You still had Jim Crow. So yeah. I don't. And then you still had these other quote unquote Negro laws. Whether they were Jim Crow or not, that still were in the that still were a form of oppression throughout mm-hmm. the whole um, post uh, slavery up mm. to up to the sixties. I mean, even I mean, even today, you you yeah. have you have things that might necessarily be law, but you know, like I said before, our civil rights are being violated more than anybody else on this planet. Yeah. You know what I'm See, saying? And white supremacy is a worldwide thing. It's not a nation thing because no. here you got Africa as black as Africa is. You have white supremacy there running things. Apartheid. He used to be apartheid. Yeah. Yeah. That's just South Africa, but even the other African countries, it's happening. Yeah. You see, for him to come up, Ben Carson to come up and say that immigrants, first of all, first of all, whoever's listening, we came here by force. Yeah. We came here by force. There was no immigration. Immigration, we're talking about immigration. Immigrations come here because they want to come here. What he told was a, oh, you know what? Here's what I want to say about immigration. If it wasn't for the work and the sacrifice that black folks have done here to do what they had to do to get here, then anybody else who either looks like us or or who doesn't look like us came to this country should be grateful and thankful. What I don't like is when is when immigrants come to this country and then disrespect black folks and call us lazy and say all this other stuff about us feeding the narrative that they were taught from where they're from. First off, if I tell you something right now, that's part of cooning, y'all. I did. And I'll tell you something right now, whether it be people in the Caribbean islands. And let me just say this, uh, Cause you, I know people listen to this show and they're hearing your accent. Yeah. Let people know where that comes from. And I'm going to get to where I got to say, because I want people to understand when I get into this subject and then they'll see our friendship, right? 
Your your family is from Guyana. Guyana is in where? South, South America, America, South right? America, yeah. Rennes of Venezuela, South oh, America, Guyana, oh, yeah. Okay. Now, you were a black man. Well, you were, you know, a, a melanated brother, okay, <laughs> right, whose family right. is from Guyana. Guyana, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I'm sure the times that you have visited Guyana. Many, a few times, yeah. That you probably experienced some discrimination there too, have you? Yeah. You came across something, did you? Yeah, I came across something where, um, we see in Ghana, there's a, there's, there's right now, predominantly, um, Indian, you know, uh, and, uh, go Indo-Guyanese in Guyana. So, so they have a thing with, um, our Afro-Guyanese, a little bit against the Afro-Guyanese, even back in 1961, where they call it Black Friday back in 1961, with my father experienced, where the, Indo Guyanese don't, don't really mix and gel too well with the Afro Guyanese. It was more like a, it's more like a discrimination, big time discrimination when it, when it comes to, um, mixing in Indo and Afro Guyanese. And Afro, Indo Guyanese would, would, would be, be, be equivalent to white. The, um, Indo Guyanese would be equivalent to white, you know, and they don't want to marry us. They don't want to mix with us so much. And even, even, and I even come here and, in in the U.S. and here, um, and I used to hear like I used to hear Caribbean people sometimes talk about say used to say like, well, them Yankees they don't want to work, they didn't want, they're lazy, they don't want to work. But do you know in night in the nineteen fifties and sixties, if it wasn't for the it wasn't for the civil rights movement, not from and the Afro Americans in this country who who represented black people? Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for them, it would be a, they would be turning away a lot of our Caribbean Caribbean folks. So you're from Africa, and you came afterwards. You wouldn't be here either because what? Let me you can't tell you something. And I want to say one thing too. Yeah, you go ahead. You can't stay. You see, and the only and and I don't like when black folks say that all oh, African Americans are lazy, lazy, lazy. You just look at that one section. You look at some part of New York. You gotta, you gotta travel around the country and know that, that, that they have some black folks that own their own business and run their own entities. You cannot stereotype one section if you're not traveling. You gotta travel around and you gotta see, even if you go to Georgia and you go to, you gotta see for yourself. You You can't just let the media tell you. No. What people are doing. Oh, y'all on welfare. Not all black people are on welfare. Come on. Actually, the biggest welfare, it's, it's not even black people. (laughs) <laughs> the, the facts, no, it's, it's white people. I mean, yeah, there's yeah. more, there's more, there's more white people it's in the, the nation. Portray, yeah. I mean, there's more white people in the nation, but the narrative is told that black people got all the welfare. Mm-hmm. That's a lie. You know what I'm saying? And like, what I'm saying is this. Okay. So I had you tell that for a reason because you got a lot of black folks who come from the islands. They come from Africa and then they, uh, they, they, you know, feel that they're better than black people who are here. Born here, yeah. Born here. Yeah. You know, the, you know, they, they throw the term Negro around so loosely, loosely and Yankee and stuff like Yankee. that. Yankee. How, yeah. how, first off, how can somebody black fr- uh, from America be a Yankee when they didn't even come here on their free will like that? I mean, there, there was no acts of Yankeeism from black folks here in America. I mean, yeah, there, there was some black folks. Let me put this in there because this might mm-hmm. come up as a debate yeah. later on with some people coming at us. Yeah. Yes, there, there were, historically, there were black folks mm-hmm. who were here before mm-hmm. the slave trade. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm-hmm. But that term Yankee is not used towards them. That's used towards black people, period. 
You know hmm. what I'm saying? From the particular society of black folks from the Caribbeans, which is, which is unfair. Here's the thing. They, they teach black, they teach black folks when they come up here, don't mess with the black folks who are already here. They, they teach, they teach that to, uh, Nigerians and, 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 and all the mother West uh, Indians. They teach that to them from Africa, all the mother South Africa. They teach them that. They teach them, uh, don't mess with them here. Do what you got to do, but don't mess with the black people. Don't mix with the black people here. Don't live with them. That's what they teach. Now, the the the, 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 the Coonan part is the Yankee stuff. You call me Yankee. It's Coonan if 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 somebody black here calls somebody from the uh, Caribbean Islands a uh, a uh, 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 you know a term you know like you hear term, Yankee. I hate to say this, but you hear people say stuff like coconut people. That's ignorant. I don't want to hear nobody black saying that either. Yeah, cook. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, I, yeah. I understand that's a response to the Yankee thing. I get yeah. that. Mm-hmm. That's mainly a response. That is a response because black people got tired of hearing that here. So don't don't say that either. We all first off, first off, all the only thing that happened in, in in the slave trade, the ships, all the ships did was this. The slave ships just made pit stops. That's all that is. Yeah. Somebody's brother. And first of all, they split up families all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if my, if, if my, if my family was taken and okay, we need, uh, this woman in Grenada, we need this man in uh, Jamaica and Jamaica, or we need this, his son in St. Lucia, or we need his mother Trinidad. now to be in, uh, no, I'm gonna bring it to America now. We need his mother to be in North Carolina. Yeah. I have a question. Are they not family anymore? No, they're still family. The only difference is they just put them on different places. Mm-hmm. If I take an African elephant and I put him in Canada, is he a Canadian elephant? No, he's still a, a, an elephant from Africa. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the point I'm making. That's cooning too. When you do, you know what I'm saying? That's that stuff and is that, dangerous, I, man. And I've been, you know, when I was growing up and. I, when I was growing up, when people talk about you know, I, that I hear stuff that is I've dangerous. been I've been hearing that when I grew up, when I was growing up, I've been I hear that I used to hear that a lot. Yeah. Yankee this, them Yankees are no, them damn Yankees are no good. Them Yankee this, them Yankee them, and they're talking about African American. Them Yankees are no, them Yankees don't want to work. They're lazy. Them Yankees don't want to work. They 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 they're, they're stupid and they're lazy. I used to yo yo fifth. I used to hear that. A lot growing up, man. I grew, I, in other words, I grew, I grew up with listening, hearing that so much that it's like, you know, you, you refer to an African American as a Yankee. I still hear that now. I you still know? hear that now. When I was in college, I was hearing that in college. This is why there are certain people I don't talk to right now. There were certain people that I was cool with in college and they were of the Haitian community, uh, uh, Trinidad community, whatever. And then hanging with them, I would hear the Yankee thing get called out. I'm like, let me get away from y'all. Yeah, you know what I'm saying because yeah, yeah, y'all yeah. still talking that mess. Let me, y'all got that from your parents. Yeah. So let me just get away from y'all. Yeah. See what's what sees is, is the is the older folks is bringing up, you know, because when I was in um when I was in Brooklyn, I used to hear I, 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 this this is an Indian guy that came to me and he said uh, um he said you're you're uh, are you a Yankee Negro? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> what, what do you sound Yankee? like he was dead serious yeah too. you you a yankee i said what, i said what are you what are you talking about yankee negro this is the ignorance of it's the, the, that the ignorance. all this is is ignorance you know and it's like because you don't open your mind and you don't read and you don't understand history 
you take it from you you get your information from the white counterparts and you just run with it you know and it's like yeah. you know and then you know and it's like and, and it goes back to this too because um you know when i even even when i look at the term coon is you know you know and i and i say when i say coon with this you know they have some coon is like black he got well let's go back to this they have black men that don't like um black they, women black women they 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 they, they worship white women they worship white women. They say that I'd rather be with a white woman any day, any time, and they have vice versa. They have the white, white, black women that don't want to be with black men because they say that yeah, black men are no good. Man. That's and, that yeah, Ben Winch and stuff. Yeah, Ben Winch and stuff. And I and I hear that a lot. I, I well, now I'm hearing that now. And I hear and I ever heard from one, you know, like a, a family member, one of the family members of mine that say yeah, that don't, um, don't name him. I'm not gonna name him. No, <laughs> saying that um, if I was a white woman, no, if I was a black woman, yeah. I would marry a white man. Okay, so go ahead and marry that white man. But then when you marry him, just you can no longer speak on black issues no more. Let me just say this, because maybe people don't hear this no more. If you are, are what Zacchaeus is talking about, if you are black and you want to assimilate with with them, well, let me be specific. If you want to uh, uh, marry who you want, date who you want, go ahead. But here's my take. Once you do, then at that point, if that's the reason because you don't like yourself or you don't, because I'm not going to say you date a black, a white woman. So now you ain't black no more. But what I'm saying is, is that it does make it very hard. If you're black, it does make it very hard to now speak on the plight of black people and then condemn white supremacy without offending your white wife or white husband. Let's just keep it real. Sometimes yeah. that happens. Now, mm -hmm. some people have been able to still make that work. I mean, Nate Parker's married to a white woman, and he still did the Nat Turner movie. So God bless him and his wife <laughs> because <laughs> his wife could have stopped him. Mm -hmm. She could have mm -hmm. because if there's any white person that he would have to answer to would be his wife. Just like on her end, if there's anybody black that she has to answer to, she has to answer to him. It's just like de Blasio with his wife. Mm -hmm. The Blasio got a black wife. So the Blasio, Mayor the Blasio, for those who don't know, I'm sorry, this is local now. So just to let you know, we here in New York, all right? So yeah. <laughs> I'm talking about Mayor de Blasio. If anybody doesn't know who Mayor Bill de Blasio is, Google him. But he's he has a mixed family. He has a mixed family. His his wife is black. He has kids with kids with her, okay? Mm -hmm. So anything that he has to if if it's a black issue. Even if he ignores it, he got to go home to his black wife. Now, I don't know. It all depends on how accountable for his actions his wife holds him or any relationship you got. Whatever your significant, whatever your significant other accountability level holds you to mm -hmm. is what you're going to answer to. George Lucas is married to a black woman, uh, creator of Star Wars. Mm -hmm. He's married to a black woman, mm -hmm. but he know, but he know better, I guess, these days, uh, to watch himself with her. Although, he, although, you know, he got to be careful with some of the black folks he put in his movies. I mean, you know, in, in, in Star Wars, um, Force Awakens, he got a character on there and, uh, name, uh, the actor's name is John Boyega, but in the movie, his name is, uh, uh, Finn. Finn. And Finn, you know, his eyes was bucked. You know what I mean? You know, <laughs> his, his eyes, his eyes was bucked. I mean, I laugh every time Tommy, now she does this. 
in the movie, uh, when he was running away from, um, the, uh, 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 the, uh, the Imperial fleet, when they was coming after him on his planet, you know, he's yelling out, Ray, you know, because the girl's name was, <laughs> was Ray. <laughs> so he's yelling out, Ray. <laughs> And his eyes was bucked. Oh, you know what I'm saying? His eyes was bucked. His lips was all poked out. Mm-hmm. His eyes all bugged out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now I got a problem. Now George Lucas needed. Well, here's the thing. I don't think he he sold the rights to uh, to Star Wars to Disney. So okay, that's Disney's problem now. But the thing was years ago when before they got the rights, he had a character Jar Jar Binks. Wow. Oh my God, Jar Jar Binks sound like a. A straight up slave. I mean, Jar Jar Binks had that talk. He was like, I, I, I was, I'm listening to him talk when, you know, I'm watching a movie and I said, man, the next thing he going to say is me, sir, Jar Jar pick cotton. I mean, I mean, the way he was talking, you know what I'm saying? Look up. If anybody knows who Jar Jar Binks is, Jar Jar Binks sounded ignorant, man. I mean, he, he was like a, he was equivalent to, uh, uh, buckwheat of the rascals. Oh, Tay. You know oh, what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I thought Jar Jar Binks was going to oh, sing, man. I got a dollar. I got a dollar. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Horrible. But anyway, let me get to my point. And we running out of time. We're going to have to go a little over time just to finish, drill this home. So the point I'm making is you have to be careful with the cooning, man. And it don't benefit you nothing. You got people losing their jobs cooning. Yeah. Uh, Sage Steele of ESPN got replaced by Michelle Beadle, uh, of the, uh, the NBA blocks. Yeah. What was the name you of that know? brother? What was the name of that brother that got, um, that Trump <laughs> escorted out? He was a, he was a Republican. I forgot the name of the brother, man. He was a Republican. He, Trump had him escorted right out, man. He was on the, he was also on the, um, on the, um, Roland Martin show. Re- um, presenting, representing Trump and representing the Republicans and, 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 Talking, talking. Well, saying it's not so bad, you know. Listen, listen. He Trump's company not so bad, but yet, but they, but yet Trump kicked, kicked his, kicked his. He was cool and heavy, but Trump kicked who him out. Who you talking about? I'm trying to find his name. The man. only thing, only people I could think about is who, who is who around him is. You got Omarosa, you got Pastor. What's his name? Pastor Scott, and then you had Wayne T. Jackson up in Detroit. And then you had Sheriff uh, Clark. I think it's Pastor Scott. Pastor it's, Scott. Yeah. Well, you know, Pastor Scott got on there uh, on live television talking about, I talked to some of the uh, Chicago gang thugs and uh, they want to get their body count down because they respect what you're doing. And then when he talked to him <laughs> later, he said that he misspoke. He only had four hours of sleep, allegedly. That he only had four hours of sleep <laughs> and he was just talking. Okay. <laughs> but is any of that close to being true? He admits no. So that means you made the whole thing up. That's what that sound like. You know, Chicago gang thugs. I mean, it's like he was reading a script out of some, uh, <laughs> old black exploitation movie. I'm surprised he didn't say, uh, jive turkey and sucker. You right, know what right, I mean? Right, the right, way right, he right, was right, talking. Right. You know what I mean? But you know, you can't have people like, Ben Carson and Stacey Dash and, you know, you can't have, back to the whole thing about Sage Still. Sage Still, you know, she's, uh, biracial. You know, if that's even a real term. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. she says something about how she experienced more racism from black people than white people, which I doubt that. No, what was it? What? <laughs> I doubt that. What? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
And I mean, I don't want to talk about an experience like that, but I don't know. I'm, I, I, I don't, I doubt that. that. That's just how I feel. Yeah. But anyway, that didn't save her because now she's been replaced. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these people that we saw cooning during Obama's time. Yeah. In office, they don't yeah. need, they don't need him no more because Trump's in. They got, they got replaced. Yeah, exactly. They got replaced. Speaking speak to the mic. So, so, yeah. so, so let me tell you something. It doesn't make sense. On, so Kunin doesn't make sense because no. at the end of the day, you get you get a swift kick up the you know what? Yes, yeah, kick up the hindquarters <laughs> where the sun don't shine. Yeah, so doesn't so so be true to who you are and be true to yourself. Yeah, and and, and love yourself. Learn to love yourself, my people. Learn to love yourself. Well, we gotta you we, know we gotta establish our own code. I'm gonna get back to you just a second. I'm sorry. Yeah, we gotta establish our own code. Okay, so we talked about the code of conduct of a coon. But what is the uh, code of conduct of somebody who doesn't want to be a coon? I mean, the, the code should be a black empowerment code. Right. And that and black empowerment is not anti-white. I don't care what people say. That's not what that means. You know, black empowerment is just self-love. And the reason why black people need this is because we were taught for uh, for so long not to have that love. White people and, and uh, were never taught not to love themselves. <laughs> Maybe somebody could fill me in on that. I never heard of white people. White people own look. White white people own all basically all media, all television and entertainment. Even yeah, if, if even anything, yeah. if anything, well, they own industries in hip hop. Yeah, if anything, they are the masters of their own domain when it comes to their empowerment, and they've had that for years. They drive that vehicle. As whereas black folks don't really have that. So this is why you got to have your, there's nothing wrong with having your own. Nobody, get, no matter who you are, have, there's nothing wrong with having your own thing. I, mm-hmm. I, I support that all over the world. Mm-hmm. Have your own thing. That's cool. I just don't like when people get at us when we have our own thing. That's true. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've, I've seen somebody, mm-hmm. I've seen somebody say, uh, there's no such thing as a white entertainment t- television. I said, Oh, you mean like wet? I guess that's what it would be called, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. They said there's no WET. You know what I told that person? There is a WET. Where? NBC, ABC, CBS, CNN. Fox, uh, CW. I said, you want me to name more? Or what do you mean by that? There's black people on those channels. How many? Uh, <laughs> was it Roller Martin kicked out of one of them? And no name like probably one black person. Was it Roller Martin kicked out of one of them? <laughs> CNN. He ain't walking back no more from what I heard. <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Allegedly, I don't want no case coming at us. Allegedly, Roland yeah. Roland Martin, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with that. They they recently collabed on something that they did. Well, I'm glad he has his own TV network. One. TV TV One. Yeah. They, yeah. They recently collabed on something. Yeah. That that was between TV One and them. But I I don't see uh, Roland Martin on CNN panels no more like he used to be. Right. Right. But right, you right, you right, got right. the the this intelligent beautiful sister by the name of Angela Rye on there who. Does a good job of representing uh, black folks well. You know, oh yeah, I know up. Angela Rye. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Angela mm-hmm. Rye is Bay. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? That's that's wifey right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, shout outs to her. Yeah, shout out to Angela Rye. But yeah. you know, you don't really have too many people. But you do have her speaking. Now you got somebody else. I forgot her name. You know who represents pretty well? Uh, who speaks against the coonery? You know what I'm saying? You know exactly who speaks mm-hmm. who, who speaks against the coonery? Mm-hmm. You know, and so. I appreciate that. Yes. But the point I'm making mm-hmm. is, is that there should be a code of black empowerment. 
Right. But when you're on that code, you will get attacked. Like brothers like uh Colin Kaepernick from the uh well former um NFL player. Oh yeah, uh, we gotta get into that form- sometime. NFL yeah, player uh, yeah. formerly with uh the San Francisco 49ers. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a show in the future about the black athlete struggle. Yes, we Okay, yeah, and yes. we're gonna mention him obviously, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about the protesting and the stance that he takes. But the point I'm making is I'd rather be on a code that is for helping my people that other people will hate me for it as opposed to being on a code with people who I'm causing or contributing to the destruction of my people. Right, right, right. You get blood on your hands when you do that. Yes. You know, there's Stacey Dash, Ben Carson, just to name a few, um, you know, there's, 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 uh, uh Larry, Freeman did that, man. La- oh, Larry, man. Larry Elder, yeah. Sheriff Clark. There's blood on the hands of people like that. Who coon? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. You know, there's um, blood on the hands because my thing is, the reason why I said it is because they now will use that as a means to say, well, on these networks and whatever, they'll say, well, we can't be racist because we're not the ones that said it. They did. Yeah, but you, let them be on the platform and you didn't speak against it. You're a, that means you're a supporter. Exactly. You're a supporter. And I know, and there's a lot of that. There's a lot of supporters of white supremacy. There's a lot of that. There's a, it's a lot. Dr. A lot. Umar a Johnson, I don't know if he said this, but he's quoted for saying there are trained Africans in white supremacy. Yeah, yo. I couldn't believe it though, but you know, I listen to the brother and I, re- and, and, and I understand the brother. Tommy, Tommy Stodomayo said that, um, that black women are, are the worst on the planet. When he said that, I was, I was really taken back by that. I can't believe he would actually come out in, on YouTube and say something like that. I was really taken back by that. You know, I, it's just, you know, we understand that they have some ratchet, they have some senses that, you know, they don't, um, represent us too well. But to say that, to come out and say that is not even right. You know that's part of Kooning too, man. Wow. Okay. Yeah. The the general the generalization is not good. You know you should yeah. never generalize. I don't generalize that all white people are racist. I don't. No, they don't. I don't they're not. That. They're not. They're not all that. racist. No. I. I but I, this is what I do believe though. But I do believe that that all white people are taught this, whether it be from their family, whether it be from society, social uh, circles in their community. Or the media, because that's mm. what the media teaches me as a black person. If I'm watching TV just like they are, they're getting fed the same thing that I am. Right, right. And, and, and they only teach them that to further push and excel the power of white supremacy. That's the only purpose that I see that being done. You know what I'm saying? I don't believe all white people are racist, but love and respect to those who come into their own and say, man, that's wrong. That's wrong. I respect that. Mm-hmm. I respect the ones that reject it because a lot of them are not even given a chance. I mean, you, you're born, you come out the womb, and then you're automatically taught that you're superior than everybody else. That you know, you don't even have a chance. Yo, shut up! But, but that's what's going on. Shout out because I know that I've I've watched a lot of Dr. King footages. And shout out to the 
white folks that supported the um, civil rights movements during that time, you know, that died during the civil rights movements at that time. The, the Jews, the two Jewish boys that died during that time, 1960, 1963, I believe it was, James Cheney and the two other Jewish boys that died. Freedom during, Riders, Freedom right? Riders, yeah, 1964. Shout out to their families and them. Shout out to some of the white folks that died during the civil rights movement that, that had the vision just like Dr. King, that, you know, that did not support white supremacy. So shout out to them. And others that, that I didn't mention, fail to mention. Shout out to them. All right. You know. So we're going to have to wrap this up soon. Before we go, let's uh, talk some business. Uh, this is our third episode. And if you've been listening to one and two, uh, by the time this is uploaded, if you've, you know, listened to all three episodes, we love and respect you for that. Um, yeah. which, uh, you know, if we want to give you guys some opportunities business wise, if you want to uh, sponsor our show and stuff like that. Um, get at, get at me at, uh, at the fifth general on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram, or get at, uh, they can get at you as well. Um, uh, tell all your handles, your, cause your Twitter handle and your is different yeah. from your Instagram handle. Yeah. My, my Twitter, my, okay. My Instagram handle is, um, Zacchaeus B73. And my, my, um, Twitter handle is at Wayne, W A Y N E. Bacchus, B-A-C-C-H-U-S. That's Twitter. That's on Twitter, but also. Isn't me, it Wayne Bacchus 2? Wayne Bacchus 2. At, no, at Wayne Bacchus 2. That's Twitter. Yeah, the number 2, right? The number, the number 2. Yeah. Uh, also on Instagram is, um, Zacchaeus, Z-A-C-C-H-E-U-S. B, like the letter B, like boy B, at 73. That's an Instagram. And on, and on Facebook is Wayne Bacchus, W-A-Y-N-E-B-A-C-C-H-U-S on, on Facebook. You can hit us up, hit me up right there too, you know? And also, and also I have another, I have another Facebook link too. Um, Wayne Bacchus Zacchaeus. Wayne Zacchaeus Bacchus. I have two of them. So yeah. Okay. Love yourself. Exactly. Love yourself. Love others. Definitely love yourself. More yeah. importantly, love yourself. Respect yourself. Learn your culture. Learn your culture. Uh, speak to your ancestors. Your yes. ancestors are, you know, you have ancestors in your family. I'm not just mm-hmm. talking Africa. You might not have that access. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm just, you know, talk to your ancestors. You know, they, they might have something to teach you, tell mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't respect the elders of the community. You, you really don't have the staples of the community. You know, we call them staples or pillars. Staples, yeah. mm-hmm. That's a better word. Pillars of the community. A lot of people don't respect them. A lot of that is changing because a lot of these pillars are dead. I mean, respectfully, they're dying. I mean, I meant from old age, not they're dead. Right. I'm not, I don't mean it to say that in a disrespectful way. I mean, they're respectfully dying of old age. So you need to hold on to what you got left. Learn from them. Learn from brothers like, uh, I mean, you listen to us. Okay. That's okay. Listen to also brothers like, uh, doc, like I said, doc, like we were saying, Dr. Umar Johnson, Dr. Johnson. Boyce White, Dr. Boyce Watkins, Boyce Watkins yeah. Tariq Nasheed, Tariq Nasheed, um, yeah. You know, Jason Black of the Black Authority, Professor Black Truth. Yeah. Uh, shout outs to Zoe Williams, uh, Co- Co- Corey Holcomb. I mean, you know, these yeah, brothers these- got, yeah, and was it was David Banner? Oh, David, David Banner. Yo, shout out to David Banner. Much love and respect to David, David Banner. Banner. David yeah, Banner. Man. If if somebody Yo. if somebody gets to you about this show, I know we're new and we're not famous guys. I get it. That's fine. But we would love to have you as a guest. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Also, 
Also, uh, yo, 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 fifth, you cannot forget KRS-One, man. He's a deep brother, man. Uh, yeah, shout out to shout, KRS-One. Shout out to him. Shout out to KRS-One and Professor Griff. Yeah, shout Can't out to him Can't forget Professor well. Griff, you know, uh, and, you know, yeah, yeah. These, these brothers. Are also shout out, I also shout out, uh, you probably never heard of him, but you might have a brother by the name of Sainetta. Sainetta, uh, okay. Sainetta has a, has a, uh, his, his, um, uh, uh, YouTube page, Sinetta Studios, Black News 102. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. very informative, valuable information. Yeah. A lot of history there. Uh, healthy debates. Yeah. Um, uh, shout outs to Roland Martin. Shout out to Roland Martin. Yeah. Thank uh, you. TV One Roland Martin. I don't, don't want to say nothing. Let me just say this. There was one Angela Rye too. Wait, shout out to Angela Rye. Angela Rye, yeah. Yeah, shout mm-hmm. out shout outs to Roland for that interview that he did with the alt alt right uh guy, uh Sean's uh what's his name? What was that guy's name? I'm forgetting his name. But he had an interview with this alt right guy. Uh Richard Spencer, I think that was his oh, name. Okay, okay. Yeah. So uh, you know, and he handled that very well. I didn't like how he handled the Hillary Clinton thing. Just keeping it real, but you know, for anything else, you know, um, you know, shout outs to Roland, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and shout outs to anybody out there who keeps it real, who, mm-hmm. who, uh, speaks against Coonan, speaks for their people. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and could, all, and can do that and also respect others at the same, at the same time. time. Yeah. You, know, you don't, mm-hmm. you don't have to coon to, 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 to love other, to love other people. My thing is, do you love your own? I mean, That's you gotta love your own too. Gotta love I yourself, mean, yeah. You gotta love yourself too. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, you, you could, you could be pro-black and then still love other people. I, I just don't understand why you can't do both. I mean, yeah. pro-black is not anti-white or anti-anything else. Yes, exactly. That's not what that is. Yeah. You know? So, you know. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anything else you want to say before we get up out of here? Yeah. Also, um, you know, like I got like I said before, man, um, you know, this is, we get, we getting ready to gear up for the next episode. Um, and what, what I want to empower you to, to, to teach your kids, man, and, um, let them learn how to love themselves. Let them learn how to love their skin. Yep. Love themselves and respect themselves. The, way he the Bible grow. says, the Bible says, train up a child the way you go. When you get old, you're not the part. So l- learn how to love your kid. Learn how to embrace your kid. Teach your kids about their history, man. And, um, Teach them about teaching the Bible, but also teach them about right. their being black and who they are. Every night I tell my kids, man, uh, um, say, um, repeat after me before they, when, after they pray, repeat after me saying, I'm black and beautiful. Say, I'm special. I'm going to make it. God love me. Mommy love me and daddy love me. You got to love your wow, kids. That's but, great. Man. Yeah, I, man. I, I every single night, every single night I teach them to say, I'm black and beautiful. I'm, uh, I, I, I'm going to make it. I'm special. God love me, mommy love me, and daddy love me. And also, yeah, teach your kids to love themselves. Teach your kids to, to be proud of who they are. Sit down, not only just black history month, but show them that they have black inventors. They had, and you know, they had inventors that, that did something in the community because the media is only feeding you the negative aspect of, they're showing you there's a lot of things going on. I know things are happening. Yes, they do happen. But you also got to teach your kids to be proud of who they are. And they came from kings and queens. So I just want to put that out there. You know. Also, I want to give you more time. Tell them why you have to explain. Tell them why it's important that you have to tell your kids that they're black and beautiful. That's because every day they're not taught that in school. 
They're not taught that. Yeah. You know why they're not taught? You know why? Talk talk about your experience. I know we're going a little over an hour, (laughs) but I do want you to say this. I I don't want this to be a missed opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell them the reason why and also related to when you was growing up, how what you saw and how you was taught and why it's so important that black kids have a different experience from white kids, because what a black child needs is more than is more than just a book is more than just curriculum education. Well, well, first of all, most of the most of the time when you even when you pick up the Bible and you pick up a a picture Bible book for your kids, speak on it. They, they, you go they, they, they're, 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 most of the images are white. Most of the images that are white. That is a topic for another show. I can't yeah, wait to get and, to that um, to talk about it. Yeah. And, um, and most of the images that they see, that's, that's upliftment. Everything that's white is just uplifted into, to a different, is uplifting and it's, 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 it's brightened, but everything dark is negative and it's wrong. Um, even when it comes to choosing the dolls in the stores, you, you know, you have your, you have your, um, little girls choosing white dolls over black dolls. And even when it comes to hair, you know, we're taught that they're straight and soft and silky and straight hair is better than, than kinky hair. So this is why I teach my kids this. And this is, and it helps them when they get older to choose their mates because when they get older, when they get older, they're going into a society that's going to bombard them with, with just white upliftment. And not, not to take away anything from, from white folks. White folks are, some of white folks are beautiful too that I meet, but this is what our kids are bombarded with every single day. Imagine your kids 24-7, every single day in school and everywhere they go, they're bombarded, bombarded with this. They're not taught about their black pride. They're not taught about their skin is beautiful. They're not taught about their, that they're beautiful. You know, they're taught otherwise. They're, they're taught that this is what looks beautiful. This is beautiful. If you look at the open magazines, you, you look at the, and you see the models, you see what's, what's beauty. You go, you go on the internet, you see what's, what, you see what's portrayed as beautiful. You don't see, you don't see dark skin, you see light and you see white. So this is why we gotta teach our kids to be proud of who they are and teach them that they have also, also that we also build this country and on our backs, being inventors and we, we did contribute to, to America, the building of America. So I'm signing off that way. All right. This was Mr. Z and Fifth, another addition to our podcast. Yeah. Uh, like I said, you reach me at uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram at the Fifth General. Yes. Once again, Zacchaeus, how can I get to you? Yes, you can reach me at an even on Instagram, Zacchaeus B seventy three. Then remember that Z A C C H E U S B seventy three, and also or hit me on the, on Twitter um, at Wayne Bacchus two. You know, you can hit me up hit me up on on Twitter too, uh, or so you can hit me up on um fa- on Facebook, um Wayne W A Y N E Bacchus B A C C H U S on Facebook too as well. So yes. All right. Once again, appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, shout outs to everybody who's been listening to this show, whether it be on YouTube or AudioMac dot com. Um, iTunes will be in the future. We'll see if we could work that out. Uh, that's not free. Uh, so. And any other information, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, check out the description. 
uh, section, audio Mac. We have a description uh, section as uh, descript, uh, uh, description <laughs> section. All right. It's okay. It's okay. All yeah. right. Uh, don't forget to buy album. Zach Houston, the fifth general, the yeah, example. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to say everything, but let me put a nugget out there. You do have something coming, right? You ain't got to give all the information, but just say you got something in the future. Right? I got something in the future coming. I got a book. I'm, I'm releasing. Go. I got a book. You know, I'll let you know more about the book. Batman Thug and the Gangsters, a, a drama fictional book, is and and it also deals with eighties and nineties. And I'll let you know more about it. You know, yeah. it's, it's, it's a hot book, so I can't wait. Got that? That's that's in the works. It's coming out soon. You know, plus we got to plus we in the works to have something else. We we, we me and Phil working on something too soon too. Exactly. So. We got we'll keep that on hold. <laughs> I yeah. know this is the fifth general signing off. And this is Mr. Z Zacchaeus signing off. Alright, we'll see y'all next time. Peace. Peace.